Good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Uh, we're broadcasting live from uh, Dickinson, North Dakota, from Therapy Solutions. We are uh, just so happy that you've decided to join us uh, with uh, our uh, session today. We have had a great program of uh, speakers. Uh, the upcoming uh, speaker, Father Keith Streifel, is with us right now. And uh, we're just so very glad that you're with us. And uh, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with my co-host, Doug Jillick. And uh, wow, what, uh, what fantastic guests we've had. Uh, and uh, we have now Father Keith uh, uh, Streifel the pastor of St. Joseph's. Good morning, Father. Good morning. I, I want you to know I've been nominated. You've been nominated? Yeah, that last, the end of that last commercial or that last little announcement oh, yeah. that we heard. I, was I know I was nominated because I got some donuts. <laughs> yes, you did. That was a fun <laughs> session with you and your staff. I had the privilege, privilege of, of delivering those dozen donuts to you. Yeah, on very nice. Honors our Father uh, program. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, Father uh, Keith, uh, you have such a busy schedule, and gee, uh, you, you, you priests uh, are always busy, and thank you so much for taking time on to be on the air with uh, Real Presence Live today. Glad to be here. All right. Well, let's just get right into it. We have many topics to talk about with you. Um, well, let's first of all talk about the year of St. Joseph. It started, um, I believe, on December 8th of 2020. It ends December 8th. 2021. That's right. And uh, so we have like 25 days left, and we've had uh, a lot of opportunities to get to know St. Joseph's. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, one of the things that I took upon myself is the uh, reading the book, The Consecration uh, uh, of, uh, of St. Joseph, and by Father Don Galloway. And uh, what a great book that was to get to know. Uh, the uh, the the father and the husband that Saint Joseph was, and what a model he is. You know the love and adoration he had for our Blessed Mother is just incredible. But anyway, uh, uh, Saint Joseph, uh, uh, the year of Saint Joseph had to mean a lot to your parishioners and to you. Yeah. Um, so. And, and remember that it began on uh, December eighth, which is the feast of the Immaculate Conception, which is not a St. Joseph's uh, celebration, right? That's right. Our Holy Father is wily because yes. he, he, he puts it on a feast day that marks that St. Joseph is, is not the father of our Lord in the sense of, uh, you know, like Zeus or, you know, some of those ancient myths, but rather that he's, he's the foster father. And, and so his role in Christ's humanity is really important, but we have to recognize that it's not genetic. It's not biological. Mm -hmm. There's something biological about it, right? Because there's, there's a bonding that takes place between father and son that's, that's significant. But there's this, this spiritual bond that, that is highlighted here. And this, this is really important in the year of St. Joseph, right? Because, uh, because there's a spiritual bond that's important between fathers and children, between Jesus and Joseph, and between our earthly fathers and their children that that is so strong research indicates that if a father is active if a father is caught in faith right in before his children there is a there is a, a good chance that that child will continue to practice their faith if a father is not active if there's a one in 50 chance wow. 
one in 50 wow. is what research tells us that the child will grow up not practicing their faith. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very powerful. And that, even if the mother is devout, that, that, that applies. That's what research indicates. It's so powerful. So this spiritual connection is, is an important part of, of the role of fathers. Um, and so now you talked about Father Calloway's book and, and the consecration. What, the other thing that's beautiful about that is that it's, it's moving towards somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's one of these 33-day uh, movements towards a consecration. And so he, he keeps hammering about the importance of St. Joseph, about the significance of St. Joseph. But uh, overall, he just sorts of, sort of, it's like he's inside of, uh, inside of your faith, and he just keeps pushing it out, pushing it out, pushing it out over and over again. To, to try to help you to understand how rich is this faith in, in this man who we have no recorded words. Right. We have only actions. Uh. Like, like our silent partner here who hasn't said one word right now, who's a father, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's very unusual. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this beautiful, this beautiful opening up. But listen... If, uh, if you just read this stuff, then you filled your brain with uh, some really good information and some really fascinating things and some things that might make your heart leap up. But it demands action. St. Joseph is a man of action. It demands that we do something about this. And so, at the end, there's a consecration. And it says, now, at the end, I don't know if you, if you got this far, but when you read at the end, it says, okay, now you've done the consecration, now what? Do it again. <laughs> Indeed, and the and the other thing that it says is, it it says make sure that you renew your consecration from day to day, and then in the year of Saint Joseph, uh, Pope Francis gave us a, a a bunch of ways to to seek indulgences. Right, the the Apostolic Penitentiary says, hey, uh, we want to reward you for this, and not you. Ultimately, the, what the Apostolic Penitentiary does is talks about indulgences, which really. For those of us on earth, the way that we, that we achieve what indulgences do is by living our life, by carrying our cross, by following Jesus as he says, right? Mm-hmm. These are really helpful for those who, who need people to pray for them, those, the souls in purgatory and, and, and others. But what they do is they reinforce something that the church wants to recommend to us. And in this case, devotion to St. Joseph, uh, certain prayers, um, Praying on Wednesdays, uh, because Wednesdays are always devoted to St. Joseph. Uh, the, the litany of St. Joseph, which is a, if, if we pray it consistently, is this constant meditation on who St. Joseph is, and therefore who fathers are called to be, and therefore who the church is called to be, uh, who, what families are called to be, uh, what mothers are called to be even. Uh, we, can, we can find all of those things within that meditation. And so, uh, so this year of St. Joseph is wrapping up. And hopefully, I, I just heard uh, of a couple of folks who've said, yeah, we're, we're going to redo the consecration, uh, or we're going to do the consecration, and we're ending uh, on the 19th of this month. Uh, so uh-huh. that 19th of every month is an important day because the Feast of St. Joseph falls on the 19th of, of, March, of March, right? Mm-hmm. Um, also, there are some who are, are going to end with the one on the Immaculate Conception. And Father Calloway himself has been doing a video version of that, uh, that reflection to help to do that. I haven't seen it, so I can't tell you any more about it or where to find it. Uh-huh. Uh, but somebody told me about it, and I thought, oh, that's great. Uh, they told me about it just a little bit too late for me to, to do anything with it. Okay. But, 
Now I will get a word edgewise. <laughs> All right. We're kind of chatting. I am going to talk a little bit about this book. Also, we talked about Consecration to St. Joseph. My wife started reading it, and mm. she urged me to read it, and I Very delayed. Good. And when I started reading it, I could not put it down. It was wonderful, uh, just exposing the truths of St. Joseph. And as I was reading it, and this is a warning to you husbands, I then realized that, Oh my gosh, my wife is comparing, has a new standard for me. It's mm-hmm. St. Joseph. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Mm-hmm. St. Joseph is a true standard what a man should be to as a husband, as a father. And uh, I read it again with a group of men. Um, it, uh, it brought a statue to a, a church here in Dickinson that they didn't have St. Joseph within the church because it just was how important this person is mm-hmm. truly truly and i i'm in love with him he's father joseph to me just it's just in love great mm-hmm. book uh very, very much encourage mm-hmm. anybody to read it and again the name of uh, that book is a consecration to saint joseph the wonders of our spiritual father uh by author father donald Ga- uh, calloway and uh, it is a book that you will read and your life will be changed, uh, whether that be a uh, whoever reads it, uh, man, woman, uh, life will be changed. Uh, this is the foster father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And he, uh, chose, he said yes to God. And one of my the favorite parts of this book to me is uh, when uh, uh, he knew how special Mary was in the engagement, and uh, you know when uh, he decided to uh, uh, divorce Mary, uh, it wasn't because of him; it was because he didn't think he was worthy of such. Uh, a bride and so that was very very interesting in that book mm-hmm. but uh, uh, folks uh, we're, uh, in, a, in a minute here we'll have to take a break we're visiting with Father Keith Streifel uh, and we're broadcasting live from the Therapy Solutions in Dickinson, North Dakota um, uh, Father as, as we uh, uh, conclude this, the first 15 minutes um, what uh, uh, as we end and as we end this uh, year of Saint Joseph, you you did a great uh, a great review of the year, uh, and uh, uh, tell us more about uh, ideas about uh, ending this year of Saint Joseph. So uh, uh, one thing might be to take some of those prayers uh, mm-hmm. and to and to pray them. Uh, again, to renew to renew that sense, maybe to reread the uh, the Holy Father's uh, ah. letter about this, uh, to to reread the grant of indulgences, so that so that you're aware, because a lot of these are even things that that uh, that take place regularly, um, but. But also just to ask St. Joseph to pray for the church. He's a patron of the universal church. To pray for workers. He's a patron of workers. To pray for families. To pray for, for each of us. And to, and to ask that, that the virtues of St. Joseph would, would come to us uh, in this way. I mean, I, I don't think uh, I have any, anything particularly new mm-hmm. to, to sort of end the year. Mm-hmm. But uh, to, to, 
to take one more chance uh, to think over these things as we as we end as we wrap up this year. Yeah, there you go. I don't think there's a bad thing to do that. Okay. Thanks. All right. And we're very blessed within our community that we have a parish, St. Joseph. So that presence itself and what you're doing with that parish for this whole year has been it's wonderful. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> All right. <laughs> Folks, uh, we have to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with more of Father Keith Streifel. Uh, don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Mark Holcraft. And this is Dr. Joseph Holcraft. You know, Mark, Jesus asks 307 questions in sacred scripture. He has asked 183, of which he only answers three. What's the business with all of this questioning going on in the Bible? Well, Joe, there's a lot there, and we'll be ready to take that on. Tune in to hear about these questions and more on Awaken, every second and fourth Wednesday at 7 a.m. Central, here on Real Presence Radio Network. If you have ever been through the hell of deep darkness and suffering, like the suicide of a loved one, do you know that your experience may be helpful to someone else? I'm Father Chris Alar. Mercy is defined as a particular mode of love that when love encounters suffering, it does something about it. And when you exercise the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, you are truly loving your neighbor. Jesus said, when a soul approaches me with trust, I fill it with an abundance of graces that it cannot contain it within itself, but radiates them to other souls. Let us show you how to be that radiator and find healing for yourself in the process. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss not just suicide. I promise it will help. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Presence Live. Uh, we're here with uh, Father Keith Streifel, the pastor of St. Joseph's Parish in Dickinson, and uh, I'm here. My, my name is Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jillick. We are co-hosting. We are uh, uh, taking it home now with uh, Father Keith. And uh, Father Keith, thank you for the review of the year of St. Joseph's now coming to a close here December the 8th. Thank you for that. But on another topic that's happening at St. Joseph's, every uh, Friday morning at 6 a.m., during uh, the kind of like the school year from September to May, is This Man Is You. Uh, and it is at your parish and uh, the Pine Room. Uh, we gather, uh, I believe it's six or seven years, I can't believe it, that this has been going on. Uh, the same, a lot of the same men meeting regularly. Uh, it is, has been, has an, had a profound effect on, on my faith life, 
those that are attending. And uh, thank you for, for hosting this man is you. And you mentioned it during the break. This also focuses on fatherhood. That's right. That's right. The, uh, I threw out a statistic. And, and, the, and one of the reasons to throw out a statistic is because that man is you when it started. We had a lot of statistics. There's a lot of things that were yes. that were you know this is this is what our, what sociological data indicates. Also, this is what scientific and uh, and uh, some of the some of the responses of the endocrine system indicate about fatherhood, about what it means to be a man, about what it means to live authentically our sexuality, and how those things work with with the church. Uh, and and it also that man is you. So the the title of it comes from the the episode in the old. Testament where David has not been a good dad mm. to his nation. He's not been a good dad uh, to uh, one of his uh, his guys. Right? Mm-hmm. He's take he's stolen her wife, mm-hmm. and Nathan tells the story about uh, about somebody stealing a little lamb, and David gets all mad and says, "That man ought to be killed." And uh, and Nathan says, "That man is you." Ah. Right? So that's the negative that, that's in the Old Testament, and the, and they've taken that as the title to to demonstrate and to and to and urge the positive living out of fatherhood of of uh, being a man in this day and age and how important and how necessary it is that, that we look to fathers. We look to them to lead, to protect, and to educate. These are words that actually came through that book of, by Father Calloway as well. There are st- parts where he talks about the Joseph's, St. Joseph's role within the Holy Family as well. And, uh, so, and it started with all these... I mean, the guy who, who uh, founded it, Steve Bowman, he, he just threw out... He would just throw out all these statistics and you would right. go... Really, that's 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 not just something that I that I feel like should be true, but there's there's data to indicate how how important a father is within a family, how important a father's faith is within a family, how important it is to live uh, what some people will say. Oh, it's it's traditional morals, but it's not just traditional. It it corresponds with the teaching of the church, corresponds with who we are. Who we're made to be in the image and likeness of God, the Father in particular, because this is a men's group, and uh, and it's it's a beautiful it's been a beautiful program uh, for uh, for our parish. But uh, we have guys from all over town who come at six o'clock in the morning, and, and now there's even some of them who are getting there at five fifteen so that they can say morning prayer together. There's even some who are getting together, and uh, they used to have like all kinds of food. Now they have these just these little these little things that they hardly eat anything, and they they drink a little bit of coffee, and it's sad coffee. Uh, don't tell the deacons who make it that I said that. But they, they they're not there for that. Yeah, they're there for the the input that the that they get from the program, and then they have these small groups, which the guys who stick around for the small groups. It is amazing to watch some of their discussions because, you know, you had somebody on talking about science before this yeah. as well. And, and th- some of these guys are, are, are teachers who teach like uh, science, biology, and, and, and this sort of thing. And so they have these discussions that are really uh, serious, uh, uh, that are honest, and that deal with sort of what does it mean to live 
fatherhood, what does it mean to live as a man in this society? Indeed. Right? Where uh, so often, I think it's gotten a little better, but so often men are depicted as these sort of uh, incompetence in the household, right? They don't know what's going on in the house. They don't know what to do. And they look around at their wife and they look at the children for, for wisdom, which... Uh, that's that's not the way it should it's be. Not the way it should it's, be. Ba- it's backwards. It's or backwards. A, yeah. Yeah. Or a sitcom. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Oh, no. yeah. That's right. Yeah. You know, you, you're wrapping it up here uh, very well with uh, uh, with the year of Saint Joseph. This man is you, and I know every time I walked away from a chapter of, of the, the consecration of Saint Joseph, two things on my mind. I better thank God for my wife Kathy and for my gifts of children and grandchildren. Mm-hmm. After every session of This Man Is You on Friday morning, I walk away. I better thank Kathy for being my wife and thank God for my children and grandchildren. And you kind of wrapped it all together there. Thank you for for that. I have to I have to say, when you're telling the story about Nathan and how he responded to David in regards to the lamb and This Is You, I, I lost a little focus because I could think in on Veggie Tales because Veggie Tales had an sh- episode about that. It was the rubber duckies that someone took. And he said, "This man is you." Now, from that, when I regain my focus, I, I reflect in my life how so so many times when I find myself me judging people too hard, this man and you line comes back to me. It's like generally I find out what I see in other people doing. That's what I'm doing, and so this man is you makes me reflect on a lot of things. Okay, what I see in other people, yeah, remove the plank from your eye. That's what I'm doing in my life. God manages or happens to say, yep, Doug, this man's you. Mm-hmm. So. Well, Father, we have, uh, th- thank you for that, Doug. And we, we have a, just a couple minutes left. Um, any final thoughts uh, for our listening audience? Well, uh, I, I'm, uh, what you mentioned about children is, I think, really important. Janet Smith uh, said at one point, I, I, she came here for a talk to Dickinson, and she said, uh, children grow us up. Ah. Children grow us up, right? Th- this context mm. of family is so so important that that they that they make they make us uh, participate in society because we're concerned for them. And here's the other thing to to kind of bring it back to the where where we started or where I started today is uh, the Immaculate Conception, right? That the Church is what she is because she's a family, and. And one of the ways that we know that we're a family, one of the ways we know that St. Joseph is a father and so important to us, is that we have a mother. Ah. We have a mother. And as we approach the end of the year of St. Joseph, we approach with Joseph to that woman who bore Christ in her womb. And we, we, we're getting ready, you know, we're thinking about the end of days and we're thinking about the mother, the woman in, in heaven, in the revelations. And we're also thinking about her giving birth in, in Christmas. These things are, they're, they're so rich and so intertwined. So what you're saying just fits all, with all of this. And so I thank you. Indeed. Well, thank you, Father Keith, for carving out some time for us. Uh, we are, uh, uh, we have to take a, a little break back to... Uh, the mothership in Fargo, North Dakota, standing by, is our technical director, uh, Eli. Eli, take it away and give us a preview of the next show. Hey, thanks, Mike. We've got another great show coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network, hosted by Karen Gibis and Jacques Daniel in the, from the Pastoral Center in Rapid City, South Dakota. They'll visit with Deacon Gary Hagar from the Diocese of Crookston about preparing youth for the Sacrament of Confirmation. 
Then Bishop John Fulda of the Diocese of Fargo will break down the Sacrament of Confirmation. Plus, Mary Hanbury from the Diocese of Fargo will tell us about a pilgrimage to Purgatory. All this and so much more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live, Friday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right Wonderful. Back to you. Uh, Eli, thank you very much for that. And uh, I have to ex- give a shout-out to you, Eli, for all your technical assistance at our banquets here the last two weeks. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Happy to help. Eli is the uh, IT guy we turn to to set up all the audio-visual at our banquets and does an excellent job. So thank you, Eli. And uh, thank you again to Father Keith uh, for uh, being uh, with us today. And, Doug, thank you for being the uh, co-host, showing us around Therapy Solutions, where we are broadcasting from Dickinson, North Dakota. And, uh, gee, what a great show we had. Yes, another one. We'll look forward to doing this again uh, probably next month. We're mm-hmm. scheduled, and, and we'll see you again. Uh, folks, uh, thank you very much for listening. Uh, just a shout-out to those that attended our banquets in uh, Sioux Falls and Rochester last week and uh, Williston just two days ago. Thank you for attending uh, the banquets, and thank you for your generosity. Th- thank you also to all our listeners uh, and uh, for those that uh, do support Real Presence Radio. We are 100% listener-supported. Without you, we do not exist. So please, please uh, continue to pray for us, and please consider uh, your financial support. It would be very, very appreci- appreciated. So uh, with that, uh, uh, I'm Mike Kidrowski. I'm here with Doug Jillick. Thank you for joining us today. That wraps up Real Presence Live show for today. But stay tuned for more great programming on Real Presence Radio. Women Made New with Kristalina Evert is next. Don't go away. We'll see you next time. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.